Welcome to Hopefully You Don't Break Up. I'm Julia Rossi. And I'm Will Miles. And today we have with us Rich Binning and Olivia Petsy. Yeah. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Yeah, yeah. We've been trying to book this for a year. A yeah. very, very long time. I'm so glad this is happening because the email <laughs> chain is like 33 emails yeah. long. Yeah, it's too long. <laughs> it's too long. It's been through four seasons at least, I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Because it was like cold out, I think. <laughs> <laughs> when we started. Yeah. And then it got hot and then it's been cold again. But well, yeah. when did you start doing this podcast? Two years ago? I think it was. Yeah. I feel like... Because didn't I email you or something? And I no, was like, I bumped hey. into you in the street. Oh, yeah. And I was like, can I be on your podcast? Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> yes, <please." laughs> Which is great. That's half the work that we have to do. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. To you had it. just um, like judged a dog fashion show. Yeah. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah. I've done that. Yep. Yeah. I've, I've judged some dog fashion shows. <laughs> the Park Slope fashion show yeah. for dogs. Yes. Yes. Um, welcome, guys. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. So I know Rich from. I won, I think just once or twice I opened for Puppetry of the Penis. I think it was more than that. I don't know. Maybe You were like one of three of our comedians for a whole eight week run. So Yes. You, Rachel and Amy, I mm-hmm. think. Yes. Nice. In 2009. Oh my God. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. So no. At the Bleecker Street Theater, yeah. Was, I thought. Oh, 2009, yeah. yep. Were you guys together then? Yeah. Yeah, we had just gotten married. Okay. Oh, oh wow. wow. You've been nice. here in a long yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have been. Yeah, we got married that summer, and then like a month later, we opened Puppetry at Bleecker Street Theater. Oh, yeah. And you're still doing Puppetry at the Penis. Still doing Puppetry at the Penis. <laughs> I mean, I have so many questions about how that affects your relationship. But first, <laughs> <laughs> we're how, ready. Did, how did you guys meet, and when? In college, freshman year. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so we started college in fall of 2004, and but the way that like the scheduling worked at our school was like you sort of had most of your classes on like a Tuesday, Thursday or a Wednesday, Friday. Mm -hmm. And if you were on the opposite day, like I felt like you kind of didn't get to know the other people. What college? We went to Point Park. Um, It's in Pittsburgh and they have a theater and dance conservatory. Ah, yes. And that's where we went. (laughs) The conservatory. So we had no classes together. for Yeah, our paths just like never crossed, even though there were only like 30 people in the program, which is kind of strange. But we, we met semester. at a party, which she doesn't remember. Mm. Uh, I was having fall. fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And she told me I looked like her ex-boyfriend. That's that nice, was what she said. Nice pickup yep. line. Yeah. First line that she said. First yep. thing. Yep. Oh. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> Were you studying theater and dance? Yeah. Both of us. Musical theater. OK. So but then second semester, we were on crew for a show together, like backstage crew. And mm. that's how we met. And I had a really like strenuous, horrible job with the show. And Rich literally sat on a box and rang a doorbell yep. backstage for like the whole, th- for the whole thing. I just sat stage left reading and ringing a bell. Yeah. Twice was it in the, uh, show. the Glass Menagerie? Uh, what was uh, it? It was a flea in her ear. Uh, yeah. It was like this farce. French farce. Yeah. <laughs> so I had like this horrible job of dressing the lead actor because he would literally like come off stage and change and go back on and come up. And he was just like, he was so sweaty. And I would be like <laughs> taking off his pants and putting his pants back on him. And Rich was just sitting there and every like 45 minutes, his one job would be to be like, ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, who's this nice, quiet man? <laughs> <laughs> And I, I don't know, I kind of remember coming over and talking to you because you were reading South Pacific. Yeah, I was going to do, yeah, I was, because I was going to do South Pacific in the summer. So I was reading the book for South Pacific. Yeah. (laughs) And waiting for the bell. Yep. (laughs) Waiting for the bell. And then I think pretty quickly I was like, 
yes, I like you, but you had a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I had a high school sweetheart. Oh. Yeah, okay. who was at a college like 11 hours away. Mm-hmm. And, and I grew up knowing her, and then I met Olivia, and I kind of fell, I fell for you pretty quick, I think. That's right. And then I broke, <laughs> up. <laughs> and I broke up with a girl from home. And for Olivia? For Olivia. How long okay. were you with the girl from home? Like a year and a half, a year okay. and some change. Yeah. Like our senior year of high school, we got together. and But she had been my best friend since like kindergarten. And then I dumped her. I feel like that's the reality they don't show in a lot of rom-coms. Or it's like those high school rom-coms where totally. they finally get together senior year. And then it's like, yeah, but you're different in college. So I yeah. know. And then the movie <laughs> ends with them like at their high school graduation party, like embracing. And I'm like, I get you guys have seven months. Yeah. yeah. Tops. <laughs> well, maybe we just watched the show Atypical on Netflix. Oh. It's really good. It's about a boy that has autism and it's like a coming of age, but there are two sophomores like said, I love you to each other. And I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the show this is, is over great, soon. Yeah. But it just yeah. always makes me laugh when like on TV shows, high schoolers. And I mean, I know high schoolers when I was in high school that said, I love you to each other as well. Absolutely. But I was like, oh yeah, I still am figuring out what that even means. People would like, say it in high school and I'd be like, no, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> or you just said it. And that, then in retrospect, you're like, why was I, why was I just throwing that around? Like yeah. very yeah. lightly. But mm, Good for them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait, so did you date? Oh, wait, okay, I have so many questions. Okay, yep. so what was it about each other that made you, like, interested? Um, I love a very tall man, and Rich is a very tall man. So mm-hmm. that's just, like, a Check. very... Yeah. <laughs> that's just a very superficial thing for, you know, it's, like, for someone that you don't know at all, the reality is, like, that you are looking at them with your eyeballs and yeah. being attracted to them physically first. And I was like, oh, he's so tall. He has, like, such cute curly hair. And I don't know, you just had such a nice essence around you where I was like, this is a really good person. Nice. I just, yeah, I just know. I just know that, like, you're a really good, steady Thanks. person. <laughs> and I was like, I am not the steadiest and kind of the opposite and I was like I can sense that I need that person yeah you were kind of fun and crazy and different and smart and weird and all these things I never like had in a girlfriend or even in friends really and so I was just instantly attracted to her and our best friend we shared a best friend Kevin Doyle uh oh who you're still yeah so he went to school with us freshman Mm -hmm. year and he knew Olivia really well um, but I didn't know Olivia that well. And I would just, when, then when I did get to know her, I was like, Hey, I've got this really big crush on Olivia. And he's like, too bad. He's like, you have a girlfriend back home. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, I know, but I have like a really like a big crush. Like I've never met anyone like her. And he's like, can't do anything about it. <laughs> but I mean, it's good. He was like holding me accountable for being like, you know, yeah, good our boyfriend. relationship began like honorably or whatever. Like, did you broke yeah. up with her first? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah we yeah. didn't even hold hands. Like, we didn't even hold hands. Yeah. Like, nothing. Nothing. But the, the school semester ended and then we stuck around for another month in Pittsburgh to do another show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Kevin was gone. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to break up with a girlfriend from yeah. home. I'm yeah. going to get together with Olivia. <laughs> and then we were only actually together for like less than a month, maybe three weeks. And then you went to do summer stock. I went home for the summer and we literally wrote each other letters. Like it was nice. 1922. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, still have, I still have most of them. Wait, was, the, was internet? I know. I mean, it was well, we 2005. Had phones, but like I had, you know, I brought to school with me a phone that 
our family had like two phones and they let me take like one phone to college yeah. and yeah. I don't yeah. even think it yeah. t- had the ability to text at first. And then it was just like the T9 texting and you know, it costs like 10 cents a text. Yep. And, I remember yeah. that. and texting took so long back then. I know. And like, it was only, I mean, I guess this was now 13 or 14 years ago, which doesn't seem like that. I like phones and the internet are just yeah. so much a part of our lives, but this is only a decade and a half ago. And like, honestly, writing a letter seemed like a very reasonable Thing and if you were in Facebook, uh, we didn't, we didn't have, Facebook. have Facebook. Yeah, at your college, yeah. Yet. it was only at like uh, mm-hmm. Harvard, I think, or, or yeah. random shit like that. First, but also, what's a bummer about it? Not, I mean, I'm totally somebody who like t- talks about the good old days being 10, yeah. 15 years ago, mm-hmm. because to write someone a letter means you really like them. To send someone a text or an email, you could be shooting off, cut and pasting. You Especially know. now. Yeah, a bunch of bulls. Like, that's basically what dating anything. apps are. Mm-hmm. Not to minimize. I know people have had great experiences on dating apps, but I'm just saying in general, like, you know, the times that I've been single, like, I would get a Facebook message from someone, and I'm like, literally, this is the most generic message I've ever read. Yeah. But if you had to go to the post office. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I mean, we, I, I would, like, decorate the envelopes. Like, nice. I would, like, we would, like, cut. You would color them in crayons. Yeah, I would, like, color <laughs> them. <laughs> and then in the letters, usually, like, I would ask rich three questions and they would be like like random things and then you'd respond and you would have answered them and and asked me like three different ones so and then like event i don't know it's it's really we still have all of them take that summer just to like hit pause and then we would kind of pick up where we left off in the fall and then i think our relationship kind of grew yeah through the letter writing over the summer and like we saw each other back at school that, so I guess it was August. So we'd been apart for maybe two and a half months by then or out closer to three. And I feel like we got back to school and, and obviously like none of our friends knew this because this had been happening like, you know, via the post office, but we just got back to school and we were like together forever. The yeah. end. So you never, so you've been together since. Yeah. Yeah. Even then we like, even that next year we were talking about, marriage then which seems absurd because we were 19 years old yeah like now if a 19 year old was like i'm in love with my boyfriend i'm gonna marry him i'd be like that's cute (laughs) but and it wasn't and neither of us are like sappy like you know it's not i never dreamed about my wedding like nothing like that it just it was just very we're also not particularly religious either, which I think a lot of people that get married young, like we got married young. Yeah. How old are you like, got married? 23. 23, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, a year out of college. We, yeah. we were engaged at in our college. senior year of college. Which oh, that wow. seems, yeah. that like blows my mind right now. If I met someone in college and they're like, I'm engaged. In my head, I'd be like, well, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It just seemed like it was the least drama filled thing like that's ever happened like there wasn't even I I don't want to say we didn't put a lot of thought into it but there also really like was no thought needed it just was like all right here we go so what made you want to get married then that's a good question I don't know it just like felt like that's what we were meant to do in a way yeah I think now looking back on it I can I'm kind of like hmm we didn't like need to get married. Yeah, like we certainly yeah. could have just, cause we moved to New York together right after we graduated from school within a couple of months and we were engaged. And I'm like, we could, we certainly could have just like continued dating for months and years. Um, yeah. So I don't know. 
There was definitely no pressure from anyone to get married. I don't know. I feel like moving somewhere with someone steps it up another thing. So it probably felt natural. Yeah. Yeah. Although although we were engaged in, in college, so we didn't even live together until we were engaged, I guess. Yeah, we lived, like, I lived in a house with all my friends. You lived in a house with all your friends. We were engaged. We'd argue over whose house we had to sleep at. <laughs> and I usually won because my house was nicer. Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. Well, Rich asked me to marry him, so maybe you would know. Why? You just felt like that's what you wanted? Well, I got a, I got a good gig where I had my face <laughs> on, the, on the side of Dino Sheets, the, the gas station. It's like Wawa? No. Do you know uh, Wawa? Oh, yeah, I know Wawa. It's like a big gas station chain in like in Pennsylvania area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ohio. They must have gone in, yeah. So yeah, like on same the thing as Wawa. Their trucks, and I was like, ooh. Oh, you were the, like the sheets guy? Yeah, but okay. like one of like five of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, ooh, now I have money to buy a ring. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So anytime we're like driving through those states that have sheets, we always stop in front and I like take a picture with nice. my ring. I'm like, the nice. ring that sheets buy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I don't, yeah, I don't know. We just like, Got married. Yeah. And did your family, did anyone, friends or family, like, question it? Or was everyone, like, totally down? Not to us. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I, I remember the summer. Right in if you have a problem. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Guy, you can tweet you, at us. My <laughs> mom went with me to help me pick out a ring. Nice. Yeah. Uh, my parents got uh, married when they were 22. They've been together since they were 16. So I oh, think that, uh, yeah. They're, I guess they're the opposite of what we just said about. I know, I know, it really I think worked it's the same out. Same with them. mine too. Oh, really? Yeah. Hi- yeah. From yeah high your school? parents took some time off. Sort Did of they? in college, yeah. I mean, they didn't, but uh, in college. Yeah. They just no, mine have been together. Happy? Now? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what's it, you know, they're obviously because they went to high school together. Like, so my mom is one of five and my dad is one of three. So all their siblings, like, also went to school together. So I, I feel very much like I have just one enormous family because my aunts and uncles like they went to middle school together too like they've the families have been intertwined like for a very very long time so I think it if my parents had a had any doubts or questions or whatever I do I think they kind of felt like well we can't really say that much at all we got married when we were 22 but I called her dad to ask for his permission yeah nice and yeah and when I asked him, there was just like a pause for a really long time on the other end of the phone. I was like, oh, shit, he's going to say no. Oh, no. And then he was just like, I'm so sorry. I'm just emotional. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. good. Cool. Good. Well, good. and what you know, what makes me really happy is that um, we got engaged in December of 2007. And I, and I think another reason my dad was so emotional is that my grandmother was dying. She had cancer and she was like really suffering. So I'm sure he was just extra emotional from that. But, um, it wouldn't have been important to me for like my grandmother to see me married. Like that was not something I really cared about, but because she was so sick, like she, and she knew rich and the fact that we were able to like go to her house together and be like, we're getting married, Sitho. And she was like really excited about that and gave us like an engagement gift and things like that's very meaningful to me that because she was yeah, my favorite person cool. in the world and yeah. when she got to know that oh sitho is arabic it means grandmother okay nice. cool yeah yeah people say it some people say sitho siti sito we say sitho is your family my dad's family is lebanese oh, cool. actually i think they're syrian but there's a <laughs> we were well, just like talking syria about and lebanon were like 
one big country and then there was like a civil war, right? Yeah. So there's the, a lot of, a lot of Lebanese people like actually are Syrian, but don't, but at the time, like when they were immigrating to the States, they didn't want to say that they were right. Syrian. So they said they were Lebanese. We just got a history lesson from her grandmother's sisters. Yeah. From all my like elderly aunts were <laughs> trying to explain, but it was like half in Arabic and I'm like, I, I couldn't even point to it on a map. I, I don't know. <laughs> and do you get along with his family? Yeah. Yeah. yeah my family's much smaller and I just have, I've lo I lost my dad like five years ago. And so I've just had my mom and my sisters really. Mm -hmm. um, my grandparents are around and I get along with them all, but they're, I grew up really far away from them. So mm -hmm. I'm not like super close with them. And that's like about it. And then I've got some cousins and aunts and uncles, but they didn't grow up in close quarters like your family did. Yeah, my family was very much like an Italian Lebanese family mm. all together. Mom Italian? All the time. Yeah, my mom's Italian. Yeah. So, you know, tons of cousins, aunts, uncles, everyone all together. I never had a babysitter that wasn't a family member. Oh, you know, wow. That's yeah. I never left me with a stranger. Really? Never. Well, my mom was also like a housewife, so she mm. didn't really go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. No, never. It was Sitho or Nana yeah. or an aunt or an uncle, you know. We had a woman who was from Belize. She was a babysitter. Liz. She had us help cook. I remember one distinct memory of her. We cooked their anniversary dinner, and it was the worst thing I've ever. Your parents' anniversary <laughs> dinner? Huh? Your parents' anniversary dinner? Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Liz like helped us cook her their anniversary dinner, and it was so bad. It was like noodles with cream. That's and I cute. think I was just finding out I was lactose intolerant. I was like, I can't even really eat this. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, where was this? Where'd you grow Chicago. up? Chicago. Oh, okay. So, wow. like, I, both my parents are from Italy. Mm -hmm. And so, there it, like, people assume usually that we, because I do have a lot of cousins and aunts and uncles. But, like, I don't know when the distance started. But, like, I feel like right after, like, my confirmation or mm. whatever, like, the bit, the whole it went from like 40 people being at everything to just my immediate family. Yeah. I see that to some extent in my family too. Yeah. Like the dynamic just shifts. And then again, like once all my cousins started having kids yeah, that like now it's a very different situation. Also Italians tend to be huge grudge holders and gossips. Um, I am making a generalization <laughs> because I am Italian and I can yeah, say that. No, that's fine. So every time I go home, there's like a new family member that, we're all supposed to not be speaking to. So I'm like, just give me the list of who to not <laughs> talk yeah. to. So I'm like, whatever. Well, my mom's one of five girls. Oh, so wow. That is a drama-rama. My mom's <laughs> the only girl with six brothers. Oh, my God. Oh, right? Yeah. So she was so excited to have... I have a sister, so she's like... Thrilled so your to mom have can two bite. instant friends. <laughs> yeah. My dad is not thrilled to have two daughters. Rich's family is great, though. It's a very, very different dynamic from my family, which was kind of um, like jarring. I, I was like, wait a second. Like, remember the first Christmas that I went to? How I could mm -hmm. not believe that it started at a certain time. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. She's well, she's like notoriously, Olivia's notoriously late for everything. And I'm notoriously like an hour early for everything. Mm -hmm. She's like, very telling of how we grew up, I think. <laughs> <laughs> where do you guys? Where did you guys grow up? Was it far from? Are you famous uh, far? I mean? I'm from Massachusetts. Oh, I grew up right. very Midwest in Northwest Ohio. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. But the first Christmas that we ever spent with family, I was visiting, and Rich and his immediate family they live like several hours from all the rest of his family, and we yeah. were going there for Christmas. And I remember the night before, I felt like 
the next day was being planned with military precision. And it was like, all right, so you're responsible for loading this thing and I'm taking this and we, everything's in the car by nine 30 and we leave by 10 because Christmas starts at 12. And I finally said, I was like, what does it mean? Christmas quote, like <laughs> starts at 12. Like, what does that mean? And Rich was like, Christmas starts at 12. And I was just like, this is this is going to be a recurring thing between us. Cause what does that mean? Christmas starts at 12 and my family, every event is like, come on over starting at yeah. this time. And they, and everyone says, we'll eat at this time. But that means at least an hour after that is when, we'll, I don't know. I just like, that was a huge difference and they meant it. They, it started at 12 and we got yeah, there. We pulled in the driveway like 1145 and like everyone serious? is pointing. Yes, like all everyone the same was time. driving yeah. at the same time. And I'm like, <laughs> what the hell is this? And then someone was late a cousin wasn't there and everyone before that cousin got there, everyone was talking about that cousin and being like, well, they're late. And I was like, oh, I'm in so much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that weird to, it, we like Will and I talk often, especially if we ever have a disagreement, we're like, well, technically we're like, str like we are kind of strangers. Like obviously we're not strangers, but you know, one of the fun things about being in a relationship, I think, is like, you know, something happens present day and it reminds you, like just now, like I didn't know that story about your babysitter. Oh, so Liz, like yeah. you're mm, you learn great. you're constantly learning about each other because there's no way that I could fill it. We met a lot later than you guys, but there's no way that I could fill Will in on my entire upbringing <laughs> and college and whatever in the last three and a half years. I mean, that's just, you know, it's going to kind of, and he'll never know everything about it. So it's so funny when there is like a stark difference between how families operate. Like it is a weird adjustment period because you're like, whoa, I thought all families mm -hmm. operated the way mine do. What do you mean you don't? whatever 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 like it's like it's it's we interesting even, we even had a realization yesterday i was playing some chromio and some mia and she was like this is not the music you listen to and i was like oh yeah you don't you weren't there from 23 to like 27 yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah i listened to it. yeah yeah like and i was i was in those clubs every night <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like even like i spent we just spent two weeks well so we were gone for two weeks we were with we're in Boston visiting my family for five days, but my family is a lot more like we stayed with my sister and my nieces a lot. And then my dad, uh, he doesn't really want to do quality time, but he likes knowing I'm in town. He's very uncomfortable okay. with intimacy. Okay. Uh, he literally <laughs> only wants to hang out if he's fi if you guys are fixing something together because then you don't have to talk oh. or watching like a movie. He needs an activity. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Or he would like to be fixed. The best scenario is if there's like a dinner party happening and he's fixing something while everyone is talking to each other. So then he can just listen, but he doesn't have to express himself sure <laughs> yeah. so that's like the extent of quality time with him and then my mom sort of just has like a nervous energy so like she'll have really good conversations with will when we get her like to sit down and actually focus but she's also sort of i don't know but like then we hung out with his family for a week and a half and i mean it was like morning noon and night quality time it was like just conversations, conversations, convert, and it's it. They're both fine. Yeah, it's just very different. <laughs> yeah, that's really yeah. funny. That sounds similar to like our I think your dad asked vibes. me how I was doing a few times, and I was like, "Whoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dads do that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It's we have a similar situation because it, her family is really just like open and expressive, and all the men in her family too. Mm. And so it 
Christmas dinner, we went around the table, which was 23 people, and each person had a word on their cup, just kind of like a generic like Christmas word, like merry or joyous, and then you had to like use that in a sentence. So I thought it would just be like one sentence, like boom, 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 we're done in like a minute and a half. And it was an hour and a half, like no <laughs> an joke, hour an hour and a half. half. Oh, that sounds great. And oh, like oh, everyone was giving a speech and like crying. And Everyone's then we finished crying. going around the circle and then everyone was just like, well, since we're all here, I just want to say. <laughs> and then we're just like, go on and on. Yeah. And all the men are, uh, I don't want to say far more like emotive than the women, but mm-hmm. I, I don't like, I feel like when I was younger and I would meet friends like dads or uncles, like if they were having a family party or something and I was there I couldn't get over how just like stoic they all Mm. seemed because I mean my family it's literally like my cousin who is how old is I don't know 29 he was the first man to give the little toast and he within the first 30 seconds he was crying and he's (laughs) like well I'm my father's son, so here we go. And then when it's his dad's turn, his dad could didn't even start talking before he just started bawling. Oh, oh like wow. Every, yeah, <laughs> people are very open. And it's not like anyone died that year either, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, I know, I know. <laughs> I know, oh my God. I know people were literally bawling and his word was joy. And he was just like, I feel so much joy. <laughs> See, with my family, they're not stoic. They're actually very emotive because they're Italian. Yes. Mm. But the the emotion I think that's most easily expressed, at least for the men, is anger mm. or like spite or mar- being a martyr, some kind of sacrifice. Uh, the joy stuff is like, yeah, I feel pretty good, but uh, why do we have to talk about it? Or like, <laughs> it's going to go wrong if I say something. It's like, yeah. I don't know how to. Uh, Your uncle's pretty emotive, though. Yes. My mom's, <laughs> my mom's brother is yeah. pretty emotive. But I don't know. How would you describe the vibe? They're definitely not stoic, but they're, yeah, it's more of a. Uh, they get excited about things. I don't. I don't see them crying though. <laughs> but oh, my mom cries. Yeah, I never seen it though. Yeah, you will. <laughs> sure. Ever seen me cry? Still yeah, time. Right, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I cry all the time. Yeah. I love to cry. Oh, I cry constantly. Yeah. Uh, I would say I cry every day. I actually threw a fit at Christmas. That's still kind of haunting me. But I don't know if this happens to you. But like, it's a psycholo- It's a. It's a known thing that when you're around your family things from like habits from childhood will come up for like Mm -hmm. no reason. Right. And so my sister now has two girls and there is like a similar energy to me and my sister. Mm. Like they're almost the same year apart, years apart. There's similar qualities and like the youngest and whatever anyways. And so I see, you know, I also see like my sister sometimes snap at them kind of the way, like my, there's a very like reactive energy in my whole family of like suddenly everyone's happy. Then all of a sudden it's like, what the fuck? like it's like <laughs> we're Italian. Um, I'm going to keep blaming my ethnicity other than ourselves. Anywho, um, <laughs> <laughs> there's like no cultural, it's just, we're just assholes, but it was so, I don't even know, I don't even share this, but I wanted, I make these like really dumb videos of me cooking and dancing on Instagram. Oh, I was excited to come over. I was like, I'm going to see the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're so silly. Normally they're just, shot like really quick and like, yeah, uh, they're just, they're like no time. There's there's no, I, I, it's like one of those things, like I always talk about how like I've, there's things I put so much e- effort into 
online and like nobody cares and then you do something that's just like genuine and silly with no thought and like that's the thing people like right Mm -hmm. anywho so they're usually just spur of the moment and I had this like vision I was like I want my family my parents and my nieces and Will we're gonna do this whole big like spectacular for Christmas and nobody would participate oh nobody my sister and my oldest niece were into it but like my dad had a cold my mom needed to fry the fish because it was Christmas Eve and then my youngest niece was just like like not in the mood and I like I turned into seven-year-old me and I was like I don't stormed out and Will just like followed me and was like are you okay and I was like I just need like five minutes and I cried hysterically for five minutes I don't even understand what happened and yeah that came was back a in the shocker kitchen. for me <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like hey guys I'm uh, really sorry about that but my family as they are because they've seen me that's literally, I mean, it's probably been years since I've done that. They were like, okay. Like, no one was mad at me. Yeah, just moved on. But I... Well, me and the littlest niece had a little... Like, what? <laughs> me and the littlest niece had a little uh, pow, powwow. You didn't tell me that. Because we were like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't think she <laughs> well, said she that. was. she didn't say what the fuck, but she basically did say what, what was that. With her face, she said. Yeah, she said, yeah. what the fuck happened? I don't, yeah, like, I just had like... I was like, like I don't know. That, I've never seen this before. that's how I acted when I was eight and didn't get my way. Yeah, yeah. And it was the weirdest thing because I haven't behaved like that, I don't know how many years. It was yeah. interesting. Yeah. I might want to cut this out. She the was like, you've known her four years. I was like, you've known her four more. No, that's very real. What did you say? Felicia was like... You've known her four years. I was like, you've known her four more. I don't know. <laughs> and Felicia? 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 Yeah. You can't count her. She's eight years old. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got, you like. You've known her your whole life. adult version. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. We've known you about the you same amount so of time. You were so good, though. He literally was like, are you okay? And I was like, I just need to be alone for, because I felt upset because I was embarrassed. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, what is, I'm in my late 30s. Like, <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> it's easy to, we were just talking about this, though. It's like, when I go home, it's embarrassing to me that how I do nothing. Like I sleep so late and I wake up and my mom has walked our dog and like <laughs> she has made coffee. She has like, she's like, I'm making waffles. She's done so much. And we all, we bring all of our laundry to Massachusetts oh, yeah. every time we go. Cause we have a car. So we just literally will like stall. And then we fill the trunk of the car with laundry and I'll throw it all down into the basement when we get home. And I, I, this is so shitty, but like, I know that she'll do it. <laughs> and she's always like, I'll be like, oh, I have to go down and do some of the laundry. And she'll be like, babe, taken care of. And in my head, I'm like, yes, I knew it. But I still keep up the like facade of being like, mom, I can't believe it. Holly brings her you joy have to, to do yeah. it. Yeah. I know she likes doing laundry and that's like a, ge- a genuine real thing. She does like doing it. She says that all the time. Yeah. She does say that. <laughs> like, who like really enjoys doing laundry? I don't know. She probably enjoys doing. My, I know my mom enjoys doing things for me because I'm, you know, I'm not there. Yeah. Every day. Oh, also, this is an embarrassing thing that happened, and then maybe you won't feel so bad about your meltdown. When <laughs> so we lived apart for almost two years because Rich was in Las Vegas doing the show, and I went to my parents for like a week. I just was like having a very hard time being by myself in New York. And I went there and I brought laundry and my mom did all of it. And I like came downstairs that morning and I think it was the weekend. So she wasn't working. She's like, do you want to go shopping? And I was like, what? Yeah, I definitely do. She's like, okay, cool. Um, let's, um, let's get you some new underwear. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, uh, 
what? <laughs> she's like, I did your laundry. Like, let's definitely get some new underwear. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> so, you know, we're all like little children when we're at home. Yeah. I think it's fine, right? It's cool to be little kids when you're home. Yeah, I mean, the fit was a little. Yeah, and I'm not saying uh, relish in that. Do you that. look at me differently after that fit? Uh, I did until dinner. <laughs> it was only an hour later. But I was just <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I didn't know. I've never seen that before. There's new things every day. At least I knew that it was ridiculous. Yeah, you pretty much said it immediately. Immediately. It wasn't like it happened and I was like, that's a normal thing to do as a (laughs) grown-up. Any self-awareness, though, I think is great. Same as, uh, like, that's what's wrong with the internet and the world is nobody's self-aware. But that's a whole other topic. (laughs) That is a whole other topic. But I think when you're self-aware, yeah, that's great. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I think it's, I think when you, I was, you kept saying like, this is embarrassing in my head. I'm like, I don't think there's anything embarrassing yeah. about this story. No. Okay, cool. Great. No, it's fine. Because what's the alternative that you had that little like ball of emotion and you just like pushed it further down inside you? Right. Yeah. And then snapped at the post office when the mail wasn't here. Well, that's different. They suck. I know. It's <laughs> funny because Will, so like our dynamic, I mean, I don't know how other people view us, but there's definitely like a, I'm like this tornado of passionate <laughs> ethnic emotion just like whatever and then will's just you know like stoner chill but he literally just texted me from the post office because we told you before we start recording to everyone listening big drama mail was on hold for two weeks mail's not here they lost our mail they don't know what what's happened with it in reality the post office needs funding it's yeah like- but will sends me a text he's like hey i'm running a little late if i don't get arrested and i called him immediately i was like what and he's like uh um uh yeah uh, i'm at the post office and he's but he's still talking calm <laughs> so it's very hard to know when will's actually freaking out he's like yeah um i'm at the post office and uh i'm just gonna like punch everyone and all mm. the windows and break everything <laughs> yeah. and i was like yeah. can you not do that he's like well i have to because they don't know how to deliver mail and I was like, they deserve it. You are truly sounding like a sociopath. Yeah, right yeah. Now. <laughs> like, a little too calm. calm. Yeah. <laughs> it would be less frightening if you were like, I'm going to punch everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just was like, so calm. And I was like, oh. But I also do love when that happens because then I get to be the one being like, calm down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. love that because it's always the opposite dynamic. And when it's me being like, rich, it's yeah. so rare. What a treat. To tell me to calm down. Love when you freak out a little bit sometimes. Because then you get to take the high road. Yeah. Well, yeah. the worst is if you're both freaking out. Well, yeah, we have a rule that's uh, only one person's allowed to freak out at a time. Yeah, only one of us can move. fall apart. Yeah. The other person must pull it together. I feel like that naturally, not always, but tends to happen in mm-hmm. like pretty good communicative relationships you sort of yin yang yeah you can tell because then it's like if we both freak out right now somebody's gonna pay <laughs> also yeah. you have to kind We've of only, figure out we freaked out on a cab driver once together yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> we were like a like, team though yeah, yeah we were yeah. a team right. we were like yeah. fuck you, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that wasn't that wasn't like a freak out like it was a emo- like i think i'm thinking more of like actually emotionally important this was a cab driver who was Totally being. He talked to her like it was like the 1910s or something. He was like, women women don't need to know this. And I was like, what the fuck? But honestly, (laughs) I was so turned on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. Because I'm usually, again, the one that's like, Will's, I'm not saying he's, but again, I sometimes don't pick my battles correctly. So I tend to be the one also because I'm a girl and I'm like, no one's going to punch me. Mm -hmm. So I tend to be the one to be like, fuck you to someone first. Mm -hmm. So when you said it before I did, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) You just kind of did that. 
over Christmas when I was like, thanks for standing up for me. Yeah. It was just this, it was so incredibly stupid. This like dumb secret Santa thing amongst all of our friends. And I screwed up my gift where I sent it. And the person who organized it was like, seemed irrationally mad about it. And I kept and in person, cause we were together. I'm like, is this person really overreacting? I don't understand. And Rich was like, it's been handled. And I was like, oh, yeah. great. Meet me in my like, time. We're going to get off, off of WhatsApp. We're going to get on direct text. So I'm just yeah. going to tell you what I think. Yeah, yeah. It was How great. Oh, loved it. Like, stop giving her a hard time. She handles everything for everyone. Yeah, yes, good. She's like, mm, I do. <laughs> Especially because sometimes when you defend, I think sometimes when you end up defending your partner, it's stuff that maybe, I don't know if he tells you that often, but I feel like, you. I don't know, like, did you know he appreciated that about you? Yeah, that's what was kind of, that was, it wasn't just about him defending me. I was kind of like, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know that I really knew that that you noticed that right. about me well now you great. know now i know <laughs> wait so to go back to the two years so when when did that happen where you were gone for two years and how did you guys deal with that uh, That's a almost long time. yeah, yeah two thousand early 2015 mm-hmm. i had the opportunity to take puppetry of the penis to las vegas so we opened it there and we didn't know how long the show was going to run we had a year contract but within the first three months it was like wasn't doing well so then we were just like, she wasn't going to move out there if the show was going to close. Yeah, my like gut feeling was like, I'm not going to, we're not going to completely relocate to Las Vegas for something that might not mm-hmm. work out. Mm-hmm. But um, then the show just like kept going and we just like kept getting over like little hurdles with the show. And then yeah. all of a sudden it was two years had gone by. It was like, people were like, how could, how did that happen? I'm like, I, it sounds dumb. I'm like, I don't know. It just happened. Like it just happened. Did you go out there a lot? Yes. Because that, that was a challenge. Rich could not come here because of the show schedule. So I would go there. I think the longest stretch of time that we didn't see each other was uh, like three and a half months. And that was way too long. I tried to go like like every every, six weeks, every six to eight weeks. I would try to go there. Um, I think when we saw you in the street, you were going the next day yeah. or something. Oh, probably. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny. That <laughs> sounds right. Yeah. Um, but that, but like that was challenging because then I would go there and it, you know, was, I would try to go for like a week or something, but then my life st- started to feel very strange because it was like every seven weeks I was taking a week long vacation. Like there's no other word for what I was mm-hmm. doing. What do you do there? For? Um, so I do like a million random gigs, but my main one is I work as a doula birth and postpartum. Oh, wow. too? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, you know, I do a lot of other stuff like sing in a baby music class and, you know, write and blah, blah. You teach chess lessons. I teach yeah. chess to nice. little kids. Like I, you know, do Very acting cool. work and writing gigs and stuff like that. But that like, then that was also just a weird time for me to like, just go on a I don't want to sound like I'm complaining about it. I'm certainly not, but it's a strange way to live to yeah. every like two months, just have like a week off for no reason. And Rich would be working a lot. So it was, I would feel very much like, I was like, I think that this is maybe what like a young uh, woman who like doesn't work outside of the home and has no kids. Like this must be what her life is like. I would just get up and be like, I can literally do anything at all like I could go wander around Target for four hours if I want to (laughs) yeah and I would but that was kind of odd and amazing 
but I don't know. We would have have conversations all the time of like, well, what would it look like if you lived out here? And like, what would you do for work or just to stay occupied? And like when you live in New York, it's just like so much, you're just like, go, go, go all the time. And then you'd come to Vegas and there's just, it's like the opposite. So you had no end date, right? No, it was open-ended and and it's still running there now. But uh, then I had the opportunity to take it to Australia. Maybe like a year and a half, we kind of knew that Australia was probably going to happen. Oh, nice. So then we used the Australian tour as like a way to transition out of the show in Las Vegas and let the new cast take over. And then after, and then we got to tour Australia together. So we went from seeing each other every six weeks to spending every minute of the day. How long were you in Australia? Almost Uh, four months. Almost four months. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So then we were with each other like all the time. For four months. Yeah. Yeah. So for anyone who is listening and doesn't know what puppetry of the penis is. Do you want to explain it? Uh, it is a <laughs> comedy show. It's so funny. Cause I sometimes just will kind of just be like, it's puppetry. And then other times <laughs> oh, comedy, it, you know, like at work now I'm like, Oh, I'm leaving to go do puppetry again or to do a show again. And I try and just like <laughs> blow past what it actually is. Yeah, but it's my uh, clients ask what rich did. It, I very much have to like gauge can yeah. they handle hearing like what it actually is? Cause what it actually is, is me on stage naked with another guy. And we, uh, twist our genitals into different shapes yes. <laughs> as puppets. Yeah. As pu- yeah. <laughs> like, people are like with props, like maybe like a couple tricks, but for the most part, no, it's just yeah, our body. Just the dicks and balls. Yeah. <laughs> and did that ever, I mean, I'm going to assume no, just cause I think I kind of get your vibe, but like, did you care when you got the job? No. Okay. No, I would say like, look, we have plenty of like issues, but you know, in our relationship and marriage, but that type of, I I don't know if that would even be like a jealousy or like a fear of his, him being naked in front of other people. Like, I don't know. That's just not something that's like, also like that was also what I was like in college though, too. I was at parties. I would do naked dick tricks for people. Oh, really? Well, you yeah. gotta get started somewhere. Oh, and I would always be like, <laughs> "Do it!" <laughs> Wait, did you did you create puppetry with penis? No, it's an Australian show. It started like in the yes. late nineties. Okay, and you got cast in it. Uh huh. And so one of my good friends in college had seen the show, and with his mom and <laughs> hilarious because and, it is like not a sexy right, show. Yeah. Like you could go with your mom and I you would both a laugh. Traumatized after no offense. Uh, oh. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. My mom and my sisters have seen the show, so yeah. It's, yeah. My parents have never seen it though, which I think is odd because my parents are very like open-minded, mm-hmm. easy-going people, and that is like a weird hurdle that they've never crossed, and they've had plenty of opportunities to see it, but they haven't. Yeah, but uh, the guy that I first did the show with, he had seen the show in college, bought the book. And then we, he was just doing like penis tricks at parties and I had him teach me the hamburger, which is like our classic trick. And, uh, then we auditioned together in 2009 and then we got cast for like the eight week run that you were a part of. Oh, that's your friend from college. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the guy that I first did, Chris Cannon, okay, if you yeah. remember Chris, cause yeah. you were with when Chris was around and then, uh, that turned into like a Canadian tour and that turned into like an LA sit down. Then all of a sudden we were doing shows in Norway and Sweden and Denmark and all these countries. Yeah. When we got married, I had only left the country once 
and it was like to go to Bermuda on a family trip. And then since getting married, I, we've been to like, pro- I think 20 countries with the oh, show. Damn, that's awesome. Do you yeah. love traveling together? Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah, we get a, we do it pretty well now. Yeah, I would say, and because this Australian, like the four month tour in Australia, that's not the first time that we've spent months on end together all day, every day. And I think that for us, that's a dynamic that really works. Sometimes I feel like it's harder for the other person in the show. Um, cause it's like it, every oh, time, yeah. yeah, like every time we've done it, the other guy doing the show, you know, it's him plus us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we try to be like really aware of that and be inclusive. Sometimes we want to do stuff just us. Sometimes we want to do stuff not together at all. Um, but yeah, it definitely, it works for us. We've probably spent close to two years on tour with the show. That's awesome. Does that sound right? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's been a lot. Yeah. It, yeah. It's been a lot of just like months on end. Um, yeah. And we, we do pretty well together doing that. We're good at like being alone together. I think. Yeah. There, I mean, there's a lot of nights where it's just like we're in a hotel room and she's watching her thing on her computer and I'm watching my thing on my computer. Or, you know, yeah. Are it's you- not always romantic, like watching something together or yeah, cuddling yeah. in bed or yeah, yeah. No, I think we're getting better at being alone together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cause I think, well with us, hmm. well, it's especially noticeable when neither of us are working like in a, in a place where we have to go to. Yeah, like Will was working a lot more than me this year. Mm-hmm. So I was home. Like I was doing things, but I was like on my own kind of your life. Like I was working from home and mm-hmm. like writing and working on projects. And so Will was the one like leaving in the morning and coming home at night. And then sometimes we'd have shows at night. But when we didn't, I definitely, definitely like I felt like I was like following him around the apartment. Mm-hmm. So I hadn't like seen him all day. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that wasn't alone together at all. No. Yeah. But Agreed. we're both but not then, working. Yeah. We it's, can do alone it's together. been great because yesterday I was just stoned using a DJ app in my. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when that music came up. So you yeah. had 12 hours. editing a video. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't want to talk to you at all. Yeah. And it was like six hours of that, I think, or something like that. Yeah. It is very, I don't know how big your apartment is, but I am very curious to see, you know, in the, I eventually would like a larger home. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where that home will be, but. I am curious to see what it's like when we have more space and not living in a two-room apartment to see what alone together feels like. Because it might yeah. be like you're upstairs. <laughs> but then I feel like that'll go for hours because I don't know what's going on when I'm DJing. <laughs> <laughs> DJing when you're in the dog. <laughs> you're insane. <laughs> He's made it so like he DJs and says, just, he just downloaded the app. Yeah, yesterday. <laughs> just yesterday. But when he's in the DJ zone. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I'm in my zone. <laughs> I mean, that's I kind of wanted to do that before comedy. So Be I was, a DJ? Uh, I went by DJ Milo in high school. Ooh. And I DJed I all the- Did time. you know that? No. I DJed all the school dances. I and did know that. Really? Yeah, you look yeah. good with the headphones on. Thank so. you. I yeah, know, no, yeah. That's a good look. Yeah. It's why I'm the only one who wears them. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, well, I like it. So I feel like if we have too much, if we have floors or something, I could be up there for like two days and be like, oh no, mm-hmm. am I Diplo right now? But we yeah. did. We did mention this on the podcast before. Yeah. And some, oh man, someone did take us up on the offer and I have to write them back. I'm sorry. Oh shit. We did say that we would DJ someone's wedding together. Yeah, we'll do it. Oh. Um, Schedule permitting, but... Donate to the podcast? 
Oh, we said to donate to the podcast or just uh, we'll just do it if we're in make town. us have a fun time at your wedding. Yeah, we'll DJ your wedding for free if you yeah. if if we're in town. Yeah, <laughs> or if you pay for our travel. Yeah, I mean, we could probably find a show there, depending on what city. All right, is. this is more now we're getting into details. I know. Yeah, no way, but Rich, to... this could be like a package thing because Rich can do the bachelorette party. Yeah, but you have the penis. Oh my god! And then Rich is also an amazing dancer, and a, like he is the toast. Of every wedding that we All right. ever go well, to, people want people want to hire people yeah, hire me for like just to be a guest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I, I love I love going to weddings. The only time I don't like going to a wedding, I I prefer weddings where I don't really know the couple that well because oh, I can't be great. judgmental. I don't like going to a wedding where I do know, especially one of the people getting married, and I know that they're miserable. <laughs> oh <laughs> no! Wedding, and it's only happened like maybe once. Or twice, but like it's really hard to go to a wedding where you think the couple is not gonna make it. Yeah, that's like on thin ice already. Yeah, I like I just, to just I, be a guest. Yeah, I love weddings where we're not in the wedding party. Oh, we can yes, just show up. Yes. The last wedding we went to, I was like, "What's the groom's name?" And you were like, "Yeah, that's good." Like, okay, yeah. great, this is yeah. gonna be fun. All right, yeah, let's do uh, this. And we've been to a couple of weddings in New Jersey in the last few years. Have you been to a wedding in New Jersey? No, but Long Island, I've been to to one. So I, maybe it's the same, but I have. Literally never in my life, and I catered Ivanka Trump's wedding reception. What? Did yes, they oh, didn't yeah. tip. They didn't tip. They didn't oh, tip anyone. Didn't tip. Wow. Are you serious? Just to be clear yes. about that. Yeah. Wait, Damn. They or the guests, you mean? The Ivanka and Jared. Jared? Yeah. yeah, they did. No, like the staff was not tipped at the end of the <gasps> night. I know. Bogus. I know. And the wedding cake was like easily ten feet tall like some, you know, absurd thing. And then I remember they did like their stupid little cutting of it. And then they brought it back to the kitchen and literally, and this is such like a symbol of everything. The whole fucking thing was like, completely fell apart. So this dumb wait staff, we were like putting, we were like picking up chunks of the cake and smushing it together on plates to make it look like amazing. It was a slice of cake. So did you, sorry, now we're going off topic. So did you meet like all the Trumps? Well, they were all, I like, this is so strange. Like I've, t- I've tried to talk to other people that I know like worked this gig with me. They're like, I have no recollection of that. I'm like, what are you talking about? We all, we like got on a bus. We like went yeah. to wherever the fuck it was. And I know that we did it because I remember I saved like a wedding program. Yeah. You had the wedding program for forever and then you gave it to your aunt. I gave it to like one of my aunts that I knew, you know, yeah. this was like years ago, but I knew that she would be like, Oh my God, Ivanka Trump. And I like, so I'm like, I know that yeah. I did not just dream that this happened. But it was probably like in a, in a row of weddings, I would imagine. Yeah. Like so probably, people they just, probably just forgot. Like, and back then they oh, were another just rich wedding. Yeah. yeah. They were like, but I definitely like watched Donald walk her down the aisle. Oh, I know. I just, well, because you know, you were saying how one of the reasons why you were attracted to Rich was because he gave off nice vibes. Mm-hmm. So I'm just curious what the vibes were like at this event. Probably very bad. Was it a, Jew- <laughs> was it a Jewish bad. wedding or? Um, yeah, I think she converted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, was it a Jewish wedding? Yeah, yeah. She converted for the Kushners, but like, but then on the other hand, I don't have a lot of memories of it because they really like they weren't anybody yeah yeah, yeah i remember like it was who, who is she again you're like it was ivanka trump i'm like yeah but who is she yeah like, they were just yeah like a, How is another she uh, yeah I, I i guess they've just <laughs> i mean who knows this, this comes out in like a week who knows what will happen i know <laughs> true. Yeah, true, uh, true. Going true so fast but they just 
I don't know. They seem like such comic book villains. Mm-hmm. That's why I gasped when you said you worked it. Because I'm just imagining like, I don't know what I'm imagining, but I just, it just sounds like a circus. I see them as thinking they are comic book villains. That's kind of how I, right? Because it seems like they're trying to be, but it's like, you guys, you didn't read all the books. Yeah. <laughs> this they, isn't how to do it. <laughs> I agree. They like, they really think that they are Magneto and the crew. Or something. Yeah, yeah, and I'm kind of like, you know what? You're actually just a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Like you're not yeah. even. Like you're not even doing it right. You're not yeah. even. If you're gonna be the villain of all time, like you're, you are doing a bad job. Yeah. If you're gonna be evil, be like, like there's people who are evil in other countries. It's like. Did you guys have a trying. big wedding? Uh. Yeah. I'm yeah. Well, 150? Like 150 people. So, yeah, I guess it was pretty big, but in comparison to some weddings we've been to, mm. now it doesn't seem like so big. But it was so much fun. I just remember it being like was oh, it was at a joy overload. Was it a castle? Nice. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, which sounds very like fairy tale, but it wasn't really. It uh, kind of was. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was The setting was incredible. It's like this old castle that some very rich guy built and it's in the woods in New Hampshire. So you like drive up this winding road through oh, a forest awesome. and then at the top there's a castle yeah it was expensive but it wasn't over the top in in the way that, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it was just fun and we were also the first of our friends to get married so yeah, we were 23 yeah yeah, yeah. it's like a raging yeah party hell yeah yeah like people were crowd surfing like and we that still hear day. stories of like our wedding night and like oh yeah things with our friends and we're like wait what that happened and it like, is kind of dangerous to have a wedding that young because that's when like the bar bill is the most expensive yeah and, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i mean they were they they went back to the hotel and partied and like they were up so late that they went to the pool because the pool had opened for the next morning that's awesome yeah and then we had a party the next day which was the fourth of july and mm-hmm. everyone was there by noon it was just like four straight days of parties yeah it was, it was really insane. amazing it was great I I wouldn't change any of it. That's awesome. I would. You would all. Oh, what? No, 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 no. That came out. What? what? <laughs> I think if we did it again, it would be very different. Well, if you oh, did it at this age. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, because some of, of like course. our tastes have changed and things like that. But that. But it was just like four days of just joy, which yeah. is the thing in life that I'm most interested in. Did you invite all the same people? Uh, no, because I don't even know who some of the people were. Yeah. But, right. Exactly. Isn't that so weird? Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah. Like who? Well, I mean, a lot of your parents' friends, I'm like, who is, who are they? And then now I meet people, I'm like, were they at our wedding? No, I know. Well, I think, and now Some as of our I- our friends have shifted, but. Yeah. But like with the, my parents' friends thing, like as I get older and more of our friends are getting married and I hear about the family dynamics that are at play in them planning their weddings, I am just like, oh my God, I'm so grateful that our wedding wasn't like that. At all. My parents were absolutely not like, and this person must be invited and this person, oh, they can't, yeah. like there was none of that. Their, their best friends from high school came and that was it. Mm. There were no other, there, I know you, that you didn't know them, but yeah. there was no one that like, I was like, who the hell is that? I'm like, oh, that's my mom's childhood best friend. Fun. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And we invited very few of my friends from home. Just because you didn't know them, so they weren't like mutual friends. Yeah. Which that was that got a little awkward. That was strange. Some of my friends from home anticipated getting invited. Oh, that's and then had like messaged me saying, I've got time off from work and we're planning this big road trip and and that was Oh really you're trying to hint at an invite? 
No, they were just. They ex- were like assuming. It wasn't even a hint. It was just like oh, assumed. Yeah. yeah. It was like, oh, we're coming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. So did you invite them? No. No. Ooh, you still friends? Did with they them? show up or? Yeah, not no, as like so close far friends. Away. But I wasn't even close oh, friends shit. with them by the end of college, you know? Yeah. I always think, I've said this so many times, but I think sometimes weddings, depending on how old you are when you have them, sometimes they can be a goodbye party too. So hmm. like I was married before to my college sweetheart and I remember at the wedding looking around and being like, oh, I already know which friends I'm probably never going to see again after this. There were definitely uh. like, kind of like obligation <laughs> invites. Mm. Yeah, no, that is, I've never heard it framed that way, but that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense actually. Because there are definitely people that were at our wedding that we've seen like twice since then. And it's yeah. been almost 10 years. So We did get <laughs> some awkward, remember we got that awkward email or a Facebook message and was like, I just need to know, am I getting invited to your wedding so I can plan for it? Or like, oh, if oh you didn't God. get the invite, I mean, yeah. Because yeah. the answer was no. And I don't even know if we responded. I don't know if we knew how to respond. I, know. Then. I remember a few times in like comedy, hearing comedians talk about like if two comedians were getting married, like hearing comedians talk about if they were going to get invited as if it was a show they were going to get booked on. Yeah. Like, hey, are you going to, uh, you're doing a spot at uh, so-and-so's <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, this isn't like a comedy party at a bar. Right. Like it's like a private, big like a deal private thing. moment between two people. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I'm grateful, though, that we, we, I feel like we had a lot of really big life experiences really young. Yeah. Things like a wedding or even then even like sad things like your dad dying. And of course, I deeply regret that that happened when we were so young. But I am grateful on one hand because I'm like, we get things now that I don't know that a lot of, like we would never ask, are we invited to your wedding? Like we, I feel like yeah. we just have an understanding yeah. of how that works. Or like now, like other friends' parents have died and I'm like, we got it. We know what yeah. to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We know that like you send that person a fucking card in the mail. Absolutely. Because I remember when your dad died, like I don't hold this against any of our friends. I think people literally didn't know what to do. So they didn't do anything. And I'm like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You do a lot. You send a card. You drive your ass to the funeral. I don't yeah. care if it's 10 hours away. Like you do like. So yeah, that I, was like one of the worst days, I think, for me, period. Like not like the day of like losing my dad, not like the funeral it was like coming home from Ohio after like that whole experience and just thinking like, oh, my like my mailbox is going to be full of like cards and sympathy cards. And we open the mail and there was nothing. Oh, and I was just like, up. yeah. So and I remember horrible. I just like that was like that was like a rock bottom for me because I was just like hysterically crying. But then the following and this is before year. the post office was really right. Yeah. Before they were really the post office bad. was nailing it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't blame them. Yeah. <laughs> but then the next year, and like this is another thing that I think you have to be, I think if you're willing to go out on a limb for your partner, this is like a, a, a great thing that you can do for each other. Because I emailed, I think, 100 people um, like a month before the one year anniversary. Mm. And I said, I am not asking you. I am telling you to put a card in the mail. Yeah, that's right good. now. And then I think there were like 75 cards. Like literally. Like, so 25 of those people like fucked up. Fuck yeah. those people. <laughs> yeah. They were like a couple. So. Yeah, but that's yeah. great because I, you know, I luckily haven't experienced a ton of close people. I mean like grandma, you know, but mm-hmm. not. Um, so it is hard to know sometimes what to do. I mean, mm-hmm. my family has always done cards like yeah. or sent flowers. Like that's something that you do. Mm-hmm. But I do think also, it'll, it is also weird now with technology. 
Um, I think sometimes people think just like a comment on someone's Instagram post about someone passing is like enough mm-hmm. and it might be for like an acquaintance yeah but it's that's I think that's actually good advice to remember that like if it's someone close they deserve because a card is good because like a phone call I might not want to talk yeah yeah definitely. yeah and like and uh, truly well I mean I can only speak for myself I don't know how you feel about this I don't like hold anything against anyone right. or anything yeah. it's not that I'm like people d- how do you know what to do until something happens and maybe other people who are listening and have lost a parent are like I don't want a fucking card that mm. wouldn't do anything yeah. for me so I don't know but I think like we've had some major life experiences and bef- you know well before we turned 30 and I'm like grateful for all of them because mm. they gave us a lot of like tools to use and then I feel like we can help uh like this is so cheesy but we can like help light the way like for someone else so like when we've had other friends and like their parents have died we're like we can say honestly like we get it we got you here's a card (laughs) 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 do you hold it against them no and i didn't hold it against them at the time i was just really like feeling sorry for myself i think yeah that makes sense yeah but sometimes you have to do that for your partner send the email that says send him a card or for my birthday my 30th birthday when i was like no one fucking cares about me you were like, and you had like planned a thing being like, we need to make her birthday a big deal. I don't know. You have to be willing to like be pushy for your partner's mm-hmm. best interests. Sometimes. Also, because you probably know what they want more than, I mean, I would hope that I know what Will wants more than like some of his, you know, friends. Yeah. Yeah. That would help. Yeah. <laughs> and Rich will always be like the number one person. Like I will, I will lose any friend mm. like if it's for him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's yeah. not about like, and I really don't mean that in a way where it's like, Rich is my number one man and the ruler of my life. It's not that, but it's like, there's, no, I would say anything to anyone like f- for him. And I would yeah. like not accept shitty behavior from a friend if it is hurting him. I don't know if this is even making sense, but oh, I it get makes it. total sense. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, if it was a rational, like I know you're not saying yes. this, like I have met couples where, you know, one of the people is like, I don't like this person. And it's like, drop all your friends. Like, I know oh, yeah. that's not what you're saying. No, totally. But I, I would expect that because I truly, like, we've talked about this before. Like, we have really lucked out because we met, you know, we only met four years ago and started dating like three and a half years ago. So we luckily, and because we're in the same field, mm-hmm. we have a lot of mutual friends anyways. And I truly do love all of his friends and have my mm-hmm. own relationships with them and vice versa. But if there was someone probably like a tier two, tier three friend (laughs) that, uh, yes, I do categorize people into tiers. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll be clear. I do not. uh, (laughs) That's not true. Uh, You made me. You made my parents made me. (laughs) But if there was somebody that I was like, hey, just so you know, like so-and-so like creeps me out or so-and-so said this to me and it was, you know, really fucked up. Like, yeah, I would hope you would take my side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's never, I don't think that's ever happened yeah. ever in our like 14 years of being together. Yeah. We have all this. It hasn't happened yet. yet. But I'm like, I would, I, I don't know. Bye. I yeah. guess. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I also don't think we keep those kind of guys around us. Yeah. yeah. True. That that's too. also yeah. one of the things that I think probably attracts you to your partner is that they attract people that make sense. Oh, totally. Oh, definitely. I don't think I've really ever met any of like a friend that you made at work or something and been like, ew. Yeah, no. 
But we have a, many like mutual friends yeah. as well because of, you know, meeting so young and we're very close with a group of people we went to college with. And then from like doing puppetry together, we like meet yeah. all these. I don't know. Yeah, it's all good. Everything is good. It's all good. Everything's great. I want to go back and be like, just want to clarify. I do like all your friends. My dad does have feelings. I don't freak out all the time. Yeah, it was a one-time thing. What'd you say? That was a one-time thing. Yeah, freak out. I was like, what'd you say? She freaks out all the time. And then I throw the mic across the room. Yeah. What is when like something the camera shuts off on the show? Oh yeah, and it goes to like the color. Boxes. Yes, <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, we hear you in the bathroom. Why did you say that? Yeah, because <laughs> um, my mic is still on. Yeah. Oh, it's like the end of the jinx. Yeah, yeah. When I, I remember when I went to, um, uh, I did not to bring up my other marriage again, but we did pre Cana. You know, oh yeah, it's like Catholic. New, yeah, Catholic. And during the break, the priest had forgotten to turn his microphone <gasps> off. He didn't say anything bad, but he was going to the bathroom. Oh, <laughs> my God. So everyone in the church heard him go to the bathroom, like, pee. What have he said? really funny. These fucking people aren't yeah. going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or something creepy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what did I do? Last. I killed them all. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we should probably wrap it up. But So okay. we end every show asking our guests, um, I guess if there is like one thing that you would want to share with anyone listening, whether they're in a relationship, going through a breakup, single, whatever, just sort of like a thought about all of this. Hmm. <laughs> about love and relationships. Or Some would say a final thought. Some would say <laughs> we had a we had a company meeting, basically me and Will's mom, that Will <laughs> used to do a Jerry Springer impression where at the end he'd oh. be like, final thought. But it was a really bad impression. Jerry Springer makes, hosted and, the show Baggage on And Game it Charlie. makes my skin cry. <laughs> <laughs> but now what we do is we talk about how much we, we how hate How much the, they dislike it. And I do a great <laughs> impression of the former mayor of Cincinnati. Listen, your mom and I already decided over this past week that she and I agree on everything. Yeah, so that's true. Yes. You're wrong. Oh, good luck to you. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Hmm. Final, final thought. thought. I, don't, I, think, I don't know. I think what's worked for us uh, in our relationship, I think, is been is giving each other the the space to be ourselves i think mm-hmm. um i never feel even when we're on tour and like i see you literally all the time uh i never feel like overwhelmed or bombarded by you um and also we're trying this new thing where we go to bed at the same time which i think is oh yeah even if we're like reading different things or not talking i think we try and like turn out the light at the same time kind of Okay. thing which we didn't used to do for the first like i don't know five six years of our relationship of our marriage yeah and now we do what do you do when you turn do you like still go right to sleep or uh yeah i listen to a sleep podcast that's which good. all right yeah yeah, yeah. really because i'm like podcast? i can't yeah. fall asleep. Uh, sleep with me it's great it's this really? guy and he literally is just like and then i went over there and i saw the water bottle and then i saw a table and then oh look there's a television and he do just you tells nonsense stories that like meander and are boring so you can't follow it so your brain can't oh, engage nice. because there's it helps nothing. you fall asleep it's, oh my god i fall asleep Instant. in a second it's a genius and I used, to have, oh. I used to have problems sleeping so olivia yeah. would usually go to sleep before i would and then i would I don't know, watch like an episode or five of The Wire, um, you know. Which makes you stay awake. Yeah. yeah. And then it'd but be you like, think it's helping you go to sleep, right? Yeah, yeah but it's not. But this dude's that's, voice. That's what I go through. I, I like it. Like I find it soothing. I did play it for a friend on a road trip this summer and we were sharing a room and I was like, do you want to hear my guy? 
and I played it and then we were just like in silence for a minute and then I just heard her go turn that off (laughs) she was like what the fuck is this you listen to this every night I'm like yeah and she said it sounds like there's a murderer <laughs> just like right outside the door waiting to get There us. were nights that like, cause she turned me on to it like a year ago and, yeah. and then there were nights where you were like, I can't listen to it. So I would listen to it on headphones or and fall asleep. But Wait, yeah, I'm really curious about this going. Cause I have at times we have the and, exact same problem. Yeah. Well, cause mm-hmm. I have at time cause I tend to go to sleep before him and I also wake up before him mm-hmm. and there are certain nights. I don't know. I get a little like childlike where I'm like, are you going to like come to bed too? Like there's just something about it's weird because we are good at giving each other space, but I do like the idea of him going to sleep when I go to sleep. It's, and I'm curious to know how that's going. Yeah, that's and that's, so like last night, for instance, I watched an episode of something while she was in bed writing something. And then I finished the episode and I was like, okay, now I'm going to like not watch another episode. I'm going to get in bed and read an article and then go to bed. Can we just like talk to each other for a little bit? Yeah. And then that's like, cool. go, yeah, I mean, it sounds really simple, but some, like I remember a few years ago, I held this retreat in Hawaii and it was for, for women only. And my mom was going to come and it was a huge deal for her to go on a trip without my dad. And I had a hard time processing like why it was such a big deal. I'm like, I don't, I like don't think that that's a big deal. I think dad supports you coming. You want to come. I think that you should just come. But then what I like realized was at the root of that is like that they do many, many things like together. And so it's not just necessarily that it was a trip. It's that like a lot of their life is really intertwined. And my like stubborn initial reaction was to be like, well, that's fucked up and they should like be doing their own shit and she can do whatever she wants. But now that was like two years ago. So I've had a long time to think about this. Oh no, it was three years ago. But what I've realized now is that there's actually a lot, a huge amount of like value in doing those things like at the same time. And I think that some of that just reflects like shifting dynamics in a relationship and in a marriage and things like that. And I think that for the most part, that's all good. Um, it keeps us from feeling like roommates too. And yeah, yeah, like we're not roommates. We are like a, we are together. We do things together. And I think that since I've certainly thought about that a lot over the last few years. And now since we're living together again, after not living together for so long, I feel like we are a more like united front than ever before. And I mean, look, I don't know what other people think about that. I only know what works for us. And like, that's been really working for us to like do a lot of things together to go to bed at the same time. Um, to like, even if we're, if, if I'm writing something on my laptop and he's sitting next to me doing something else, like we sit next to each other on the couch, because I think that a dynamic had kind of gotten established of like ships passing in the night, like two people just like doing their own thing, coming and going. I'd be like, where are you going? And like, we wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't even know. This is a very long We do so much of our own thing anyway. And like, yeah, yeah. With like the New York gig life and we don't have like a regular schedule. No. Like, so it is nice to be able to like turn off the light at the same time. When you read the articles in bed, do you read them on your phone? Uh, sometimes, but I've, I just got a bunch of magazines, so I'm like been into the magazine thing. Yeah, because I also feel like similar to watching too much TV before bed is screen. The scroll. Yeah, yeah, I'm like really into the roll and scroll. I loved that. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. I I well, I realize, and I apologize because sometimes when I figure out, it's almost like when someone pushes religion on you. 
whenever I learn a new self-care habit, mm-hmm. I get very like, why are you doing this too, Will? Mm-hmm. And I have to like let him figure it out on his own. Mm-hmm. But I would like to create, like I want to buy an alarm clock. Oh. I want to get phones out of the room. I've been wanting to you. talk with you specifically about this special alarm clock that you have to get. Really? Should I tell everyone about it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I got so it for her for Christmas. Rich just got it for me for Christmas. And I had like a, I had a smaller version of it but it was not as effective, but this is fucking amazing. It's called like a, f- the brand is Philips and it's called a wake up light, wake up light. And it's this glowing orb. It's like a giant ball, like a, like a crystal ball. And it, over the period of half an hour, it increases in light intensity, like a sunrise. So it starts yeah. with this like very like dim light and then it just glows like brighter and brighter and brighter and like birds chirp. And it's like this incredibly gentle way. It wakes you up. Yes. For you to wake up because, and you put it really close to your head, like a foot away from your head. And then you wake up because there's like a bright light blasting into your eyeballs, yeah. but it wasn't jarring. It's not like, in a, like this morning I didn't use it and my alarm went off and I was like, ah! yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, also because I don't want to even touch my phone in the morning. I and and yeah, phone's gone. It's gone. That's such okay. Cool. We should That's pretty good. That. Yeah. yeah, I'll I'll send you like all of it. But ever since I saw your post about the roll and scroll, which is something that I'm like really really trying to not do. Roll something, and scroll for yeah. people listening. Oh yeah, is a yeah. term I made up for when you're in bed and right before you fall asleep or right before like, so the worst is when you wake up. You literally roll over, shut off your alarm, and then just start scrolling at whatever. Is available. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, luckily, and I'm always late, so mm. <laughs> I just have to shut it off and then rush to the shower. Ugh. Oh, or this whole summer, we did something called Silent Sunday, where every Sunday we did not use social media at all. Not even just didn't use. I had to delete it. From we would my delete phone. it from our phones. Yeah, I just deleted cool. Instagram yeah. for a few days. And yeah, because I, yeah. I would like go to the bathroom and I would just like with my phone. I was just like scroll through Instagram while I was taking a piss. You know, I know, like, like, I'm peeing. why this am I doing thirty this? seconds? Line at the yeah. Store. Yeah. yeah, I hate doing it in line at the store. Yeah, and we got it was like one day, which felt manageable rather than being like I'll never use Instagram again. Yeah, yeah. just like no on Sundays or sometimes it would be like well, we have to do it on Monday. We just wouldn't do it and it was great. If yeah. you really want to scare yourself straight into Moment. cutting back on your social media, you know on your if you have an iPhone, you can go and see usage. We had time. The, we had an app that like would show us how much how many hours a day that we were using it and and on what? Yeah, you can yeah. you can actually it's just do that on your phone. Oh, yeah. 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 Horrible. Uh, battery usage or whatever yeah. usage yeah. it'll show you and like last year I remember seeing it was like hour on Instagram hour on Twitter and I was like no the Instagram one is always surprising to me because it doesn't feel like I, it's weird because Instagram it's good but it sucks so hard because you have to like it refreshes and that takes like a uh, minute yeah yeah. And then like the algorithm fucks everything up. So you might be looking for one thing and yeah. then if you keep the microphone on from stories it listens to you yeah but it adds like hours to the minutes that you're on Instagram and you look at it and you're like, okay, I know that some of that was this, but that's still too long to be on one app. Too long. Yeah. That's why if you just delete it from, you're right. If you delete it from your phone for a day, mm-hmm. you truly don't even miss it. Yeah. No. no. Like, Cause I, I'm not on Facebook anymore. I have like a fan page, but I, I don't, you know, whatever. And then I deleted Instagram for the past three days. So this, the past two days, I'm sure if I look at my usage, it's so low mm-hmm. because I've been picking up my phone, checking my email. And then if I don't have any new, me- if I don't have anything I have to respond to, I put my phone down and I've been like, what do I do now? And then I'll mm-hmm. do something and I'm like, whoa, yes. it's really refreshing. I've also downloaded a news app called Quartz that sends you like texts of what's going on in the news. Uh-huh. Because the only reason I, was, I realized I was checking Twitter was for the news. Yeah, me too. So I was like, oh, I got to stop. 
number one, it's not filtered news. It's just yeah. some of it's bullshit. Right. And it's like I'd rather just get the news at the way it was kind of intended. So let me just get these articles when they come in. Yeah. Oh, I had to d- delete cool. Twitter from my phone just yeah. because Donald Trump ruined Twitter for me. He really did. Yeah. yeah. And so I was just like, I was angry all the time. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Like, I can't let this control my life. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm diabetic and I, I use a um, continuous glucose monitor. So it sends via Bluetooth, like my blood sugar to my phone. And then I'll get my phone out to check what my blood sugar is. And then I won't even check my blood sugar because I'll get distracted by oh. Facebook yeah. and Instagram. So now I like use a receiver. And I'll just try and check it on the receiver so I don't get distracted by my own phone. Those little fuckers, the phone. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of frightening. I feel like it's when I lived alone while you were gone that I, I would come home and I would immediately, because like our dog went to Vegas with Rich too, so I was oh, completely yeah. by myself. Aww. And I would walk in the door and I would sit on the couch in my fucking coat mm-hmm. and I would just start scrolling. Yeah. And then I would look up and it would have been, this is humiliating, it would have been like two hours. Yeah. Two yeah. hours. Well, and eating alone does that too. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the problem with oh, that. Yes. Well, the, the reason why I deleted Instagram for a few days was because, and this happens like every few months, and usually went, so we were out of town for two weeks, and it was like fun and filled with family stuff, but then at times it was, I don't know, I'd say it wasn't boring, but I'm so used to filling my days with things to, for career and like mm-hmm. creative stuff. And so when you're in like lazy mode, there is a part of me that's like, well, if I post something and it gets a lot of likes, that's productive. It's like this weird, yes. I know better, but sometimes it comes back in. Mm-hmm. There's this one day and I feel so bad. The day I just deleted Instagram was when we were at Whole Foods. And I was like, get a picture of me on the escalator. And Will goes, no. <laughs> and, I, and then I paused and I was like, yeah, why do I need a picture of myself? Yeah, why? On the, I like, and it was because I hadn't posted anything in a few days mm-hmm. and I felt like I needed something the dopamine hit and yeah. yeah i needed the dopamine hit and it was almost like you know like i i didn't drop my phone but i was like Aah! like and yeah. i just like deleted everything and was like i'm not gonna post anything for the next three days mm-hmm. because that was a clear sign of like the wrong reason to use the internet yes it was purely oh so gross i'm like so embarrassed god i've really shared a lot of embarrassing things i'm do you guys know i'm a flawed human uh, what? Yeah. yeah. That's just like that's fascinating because Rich and I don't have any flaws. I know. I believe it. <laughs> I think it's powerful when people share that stuff. I'm gonna say my final thoughts. I know yes. you have to yeah, go. Hopefully. I know you have to go to work. So um <laughs> I do you watch high maintenance? Yes. Yeah, I love high maintenance. So I don't the episode with um Dan Stevens when he he's the writer in Brooklyn. I'm just gonna ruin yes. this episode, is that okay? Sure. To ruin it. So he plays this uh, a dad and he's secretly um or you think it's secretly, he's like wearing all of his wife's clothes. I guess. Yeah. And then there's like this, there's like a huge twist thing where like the wife comes home and he's with the son and he's wearing her clothes and she's seems like so angry. And she's like, this can't happen anymore. I'm done with it. And then later that night they're sitting together talking. And what she was actually mad about was that he was so stoned with their kid. Like he was so stoned. He couldn't pick up their sick kid from school. And that's what she was upset about. She's actually like so excited that that day he let the weed dealer see him in her clothes because Mm. she's like so stoked for him. She's like, this is such a huge big deal. I'm like, I can't believe you let him see you in my clothes. I'm so happy for you. And that episode of television like cracked my brain open because I was like, oh my God, I consider myself like an open-minded person. And I was just like, she's going to be so mad. He's wearing her clothes. And I thought like, oh my God, what to all that I want for Rich is for him to feel good and to just like be his like wonderful, true 
self. And so watching that episode made me think like, how many times am I like trying to like shut something down in rich when in reality, as long as it's like, you know, that your hobby isn't like shooting animals, like, (laughs) you know, to just be like celebrating everything about you and just be like, I love all of it. And I'm not trying to change any of it. And again, of course, it's like only healthy thing, like rich is sober from alcohol. So that's, I'm not including that. I want to be clear, mm-hmm. but like things like that, that aren't h- harmful to anyone. Why would I not just be like loving all of it? Yeah. All yeah. of it. And I like think about that probably every day, that episode, that's because great. it just like blew my mind so much. So I think like, if I'm not a crossdresser, just to be clear. Yeah, but. yeah, no, it's not. It wasn't. But about, she'd be cool with it. If yeah. I it was, that would be fine because who? The, if you wanted to like wear my clothes, who the fuck would that hurt? No, but like yeah. no one. It wouldn't hurt anybody. So I think like I just think about that a lot and how and it's just like about being incredibly generous with your with your partner and I, I just like only want everything good and great for you. So it's like, what the fuck do I care so much? Just do whatever you want. That's great. Live your life. I don't even know if that makes sense, but everyone no, should watch that episode. It will crack your brain open. It's also an interesting episode. I believe the wife is played by the creator. Yeah, Katya. Yeah, Katya. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was kind of, in some ways, her truth. Yes. Because she's now yes. a lesbian. Yes. Not that that's the same as Crossroads, but she's like, she was living a secret life that he was in, like embracing. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, so fascinating. I'm always like, I wish that I could see them and be like, I, I need you to know that I think about that every day. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Every day. They might day. listen. I don't know. They follow us. I don't know. Really? Sure. T- tell someone. If someone, if you know them, can you tell them that I think about that every day? And it <laughs> really, really drastically affected my life. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Thanks Thank you. Thank you for Super doing this. Great. Yeah. yeah, this is awesome. Thank you. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> also those characters on the next season by the way uh but yeah oh cool. uh oh if on you're in two. san francisco <laughs> yes come see us at Sketchfest january 20th i know that's the day of the next women's march and maybe mm. you could march by our show i'm sure you can get to the march in san francisco and then our show yeah when's your show at and three will... o'clock in the afternoon yeah yeah like so. two o'clock yeah. or we should probably know the time four I you'll say. find it but, uh, it's on the Sketchfest website. Look under live podcasts. Yes. And that's it. Thanks. And March also, early. March early. <laughs> yeah. March early. We'll be at the March probably too. We get there the day before. So yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Thanks. Thank you. And good night. Thanks for listening. If you like the show and want to hear more, please subscribe to us on iTunes. And please rate, review, and tell your friends. Also, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HWDBU Podcast and like us on Facebook. Thank you. You already said thank you. Thanks again. Hey. Good night, everybody. Stupid.